You're ready to be premature wow, all over again. <laughs> wow, that's, that's impressive. Quick, quick reset. Yeah. Quick reset. Last night was Ramos Jizz. A Jizz. Who knew the job was pro bono? I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn, you can. <laughs> My SEAL Team 6 with the SEAL Team 12. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with punching above your weight. I thought you'd get better. Well, I don't know what's worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the debate begin. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is a new week, new topic. You hear the same thing at the intro of every show. This week is no different. All the boys are here. The four horsemen are in the studio. We have an interesting one for you. Look, as of late, we have done some heavy topics. The guys have you know, pulled me aside and said, look, fuck face. We're tired of doing all these heavy topics. Okay. Excellent. We want something light. We want something yep. easy. So uh, you know what? Yeah, I mean, I have to stay in character for these topics. Yeah. That, it's, it's wearing me down. Right. I mean, when you are a method actor, you cannot let go. I, I, I am it. trying. Nor said, should you. to get the best out of Hoss. Make him uncomfortable. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Speaking of, if they ever make so, a movie about Amber Heard, I'm hoping Jared Leto plays her so that he can shit on people's beds for method acting. That's my hope. Look at that. There was our intro, ahead. ladies and gentlemen. We totally, yeah, we totally acting. sidetracked it. Uh, totally different just for your entertainment. We just want to break things up. Uh, but with that being said, how is everybody doing today? Angry. Uh, hangry? Hangry. Hangry. Angry. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Grinch is not not eaten yet today, but he is drinking. <laughs> so this ought to be interesting. Haas is five drinks into today. Mac, what about you? Yeah. Uh, I'm a half drink in. Half drink in. Are you? Okay. Well, yeah, okay. you know, we'll get I there. To, I need to catch up. That's it. Uh, so as yeah. I said, you know, we, we have been doing some heavy topics as of late. We thought it might be a good time to pivot, do something a little more lighthearted, something a little easier on the palate. Hopefully you will enjoy it. If you don't listen to one of the other hard topics that we've done and Maybe that'll get you back in the mood. I don't know. And but, this is this is assisted suicide, right? That was yes, the lighter topic. This is we're a going okay, good. Slightly lighter. Um, so yes, that is what we're gonna do today. A lighter topic for your entertainment. So hopefully something enjoyable. Uh, it was brought to us by somebody who doesn't even listen to the show but told me this is what we should be doing. And so I thought, okay, you know what? I'm married to you. I should probably listen to you, take your advice, and I will do this topic. And See, I grateful. knew this was too good of an idea to have come from you. So. <laughs> <It's not laughs> me. No. Uh, so, yeah. So this topic is, is going to be brought to us by my gracious <laughs> wife, who allows me to continue to sleep in the bed and hasn't shit in it yet, thankfully. Um, yet. So, yet. Yeah, yet. The, the dogs might take that. Wait wait till the dogs get older and become incontinent. You'll be fine. You'll be covered. I may get there first. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, so with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into our drinks. I will go first. I was trying to find something cool, refreshing. We are rolling into summertime here in the state of Florida. And, you know, and then I started to think back and I, I pitched my mind back a bit. And I thought, you know what? When it's warm out, Haas likes to drink gin. And he says, it's a, it's a wonderful, refreshing drink when it's warm. So I thought, ah, we'll go with gin. And so I am doing what is called a cherry gin and tonic. So it is six cherries muddled. And then you add lime juice, quarter cup of gin. You shake it up. No ice. What is that? What's that called? That's the dry, uh, dry, dry shake. Right? Dry shake yeah. uh, so I, I, I practice my shake weight and I dry shook that shit. Yeah, uh, you did. And <laughs> then I actually grabbed the shaker and shook that. 
So yeah, you uh, did. <laughs> so I did a dry shake on that and then poured it over ice. And so you can actually see like the chunks of, and I actually use the Luxardo cherries as opposed to just like regular cherries. Um, Cause I like the syrup and stuff in there. Cause you ain't no basic bitch. That's right. No. And so, uh, and Four then topped, it, old, topped and you it with a lime. popped your cherry. Yes. So it is a cherry gin and tonic. And after you do that, and then you just, you obviously top it off with a tonic and it's just, I'm sorry, Haas, I know not to disappoint you. I'm not using fever tree Mediterranean or Indian. It is just Schweppes tonic. Uh, I got it for free. So I was not about to argue. And so that is what I'm drinking, a cherry gin and tonic. It is cool. It is refreshing. I need about three more. So that's me. Um, Mac, you're half in. What are you drinking with your half drunk drink? Uh, kind of same, same thought process, right? It's been, been really hot here lately. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was looking for something nice and cool and refreshing. Uh, so I decided to go with a John Daly. there was a meme of him uh it's your birthday from the tournament he played um he was playing in the pga this weekend yeah and they they counted how many he had something like 12 packs of M&M's, peanut M&M's, oh, like yeah. seven cigarettes, 15 Diet Cokes. Like they, they, they listen. And I mean, he just looks like a bear of a man, you know? I, I like, oh, and I you like see how... him lately because he's growing out the beard now. I think yes. uh, kind of it has something to do with, you know, recognition for prostate cancer, which he was diagnosed with. Um, but yeah, he looks like a, like, like he's probably in a motorcycle club on the weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, except like it's running, all running the motorcycle club. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm sorry, your drink. It's a John Daly. Which is what? It's His an Arnold Palmer with what vodka. What the fuck? Okay, because I'm like, that means <laughs> it's, nothing it's, to know, me. I don't it's know. It's tea, lemonade, and, and vodka. Uh, vodka. Gotcha. Um, and that's Because it. that's just, that's the way John Daly rolls. And do you have a packet of peanut M&Ms? Some cigarettes? I don't, I actually was going to purchase some the other day. Um, we were at Costco, but, you know, they sell them in like the big, huge thing. Okay. Um, and the problem and it was on what? sale. What's that? What's the problem with that? Um, nothing except the fact that I'm putting on weight, not losing uh, weight. And I you're right. The ass thing of uh, peanut M and M's would not end well. Not. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> right. They, they would have been gone by today, probably. So, um, Got a John. So no, it's, it's it's pretty good there. Okay, vodka. So it's an Arnold Palmer with vodka. Okay, yeah, I'll give Tito's, that a shot. Tito's vodka. Sweet. Uh, all right, Grinch. Before your hangriness takes over, because that that look on your face when you turn back around, like you are even more uh, pissed off. Yeah, that was us finding out that, like, despite the fact the guy was on the way the order ended up getting canceled and so now we have nothing on the way <laughs> so i'm so confused i'm just you know Dude, you know like just, i'm arcing past it now to where i'm just like hmm, it's become comical you know become and funny. whatever i don't take five minutes and run up to chick-fil oh wait a minute you can't do that you can go to popeyes is open come no, it's not. There's not one around here. That doesn't mean it's not open. <laughs> it doesn't mean it's not open. Uh, it's not open for me. Uh, fair enough. All right. So well, what do you? For, all right. Whatever. I'm you drinking have no app- food. So what are you drinking for lunch? I am drinking an Aperol margarita. Okay. Um, so it's uh, tequila, Aperol, lime juice, uh, almond syrup, or orgeat, uh, which I use the orgeat, and uh, you can garnish with like tagine. Um, or, you know, you can go with some salt. Um, and then I put a little lime wheel, wheel, not wedge, 
on the glass. So there we are. Pretty good. Did you make this or did Mrs. I made it? Okay, I'm just asking. Now mean, I made it in my angry state of like beating <laughs> 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 the shit out of it. Oh, so you shake weight that too? Okay. Oh, both yes, hands, yes. both hands. Mm-hmm. Look at you getting mm-hmm. in there, getting the work done. And and it's a Aperol Margarita. Aperol Margarita. 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 Okay. There you go. All right. Well, how many of those are you going to drink if food doesn't show up? As many as it takes. Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, Haas, you are five in. Are they five of the same? Yep. Okay. So what five drinks have you drunk today? Uh, whiskey sours. It is, uh, it is the wife, uh, it's the wife's birthday weekend. We started on Friday. Happy birthday, wife's birthday weekend. Yeah. Friday, Friday night was mojito night. Um, last night was Ramos jizz, a jizz. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, was it? Who is he? (laughs) It wasn't even Friday night. (laughs) uh, You're you're branching out to Saturday nights now. What's the uh, movie swingers when the pizza guy's at the door? He's like, is he pretty? You know, or whatever he's saying. Yeah. Is that is that Sergio Ramos jizz? What was no. that? No. no, the Ramos gin fizz. <laughs> That's what we had yesterday. Ramos jizz fizz. Okay, yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. Big vigorously. That, that's another good uh, slip up, by the way. Always when I'm oh, that, game that's too, going in me, the uh, the intro. That's going in the intro. Ramos jizz. Yeah, I drank mojitos. I, I drank Ramos jizz. Yeah. <laughs> and today, what are you doing? Whiskey sours. Whiskey sours. We met uh, Mrs. Haas's best friend for brunch, and we did a, a basically a drinking brunch there was lots and lots of whiskey sours i i fortunately knew we went to a new place and uh, one of our my favorite bartenders from the pub around the corner moved to this new spot and she saw me we locked eyes and i went and she knows my drinks so of course they show up and the guy the guy that's with us like takes this first sip and he's like oh and i'm like yeah I know he to rinse out Ramos's jizz. Yeah, this is gonna be a good day. Yeah, so. so, what kind of whiskey? Uh, this is uh, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. Okay. What was the whiskey? And was that what you drank when you were out too? Same Buffalo Maker's Trace. Mark. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And tequila and gin, guys. Aviation gin. Okay. Tequila. What kind? Oh, for me. Yeah. Yeah. Who are we talking to? You're the well, only one. I'm not drinking, drinking tequila. I'm still get that Jose Corvo Reposado. Oh, okay. Nice. He's still yeah. angry because food hasn't showed up. Yeah, yeah. 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 The, the recipe we, said Blanco. I prefer Reposado over Blanco. Gotcha. Yeah, I think the Reposado gives it a little more of a uh, smoother flavor. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, we, we might need to start a GoFundMe page to uh, to get some food out there to Grinch. Yes. Let's yes. see how this let's see how this devolves between no food and uh, extra yeah. drinks for us. We, we need to call well, it the North Carolina Red Cross. Yeah, you know, hey, 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 as we said, the, the show must go on. Yes, so I'm yes, here. She is now out foraging, figuring out oh, nice. the alternative plan. So uh, she's the hunter gatherer here. Yes. Okay. There yes. you go. Well, gentlemen, to um, your John Daly, to my cherry fizz, uh, gin, gin and tonic. <laughs> cherry gin. I said fizz, thankfully, fizz. To your Ramos jizz, whiskey sour, <laughs> and to your Aperol margarita, I say cheers, gentlemen. At least we were able to get through cheers. the drinks in one piece. Cheers. All right. This is going to be fun. Yeah. Plus, like I said, I'm in character now. I can't, right? I can't be in character at the drive-thru. Like, you can. 
You oh, can. you can. <laughs> All right. So let's jump into our, that poor bastard. That's right. Let's jump into our topic. Uh, you know, I think we've, we've wasted enough of our listeners time. Not that it's a waste. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. Uh, so again, tough topics the last few weeks, we thought, you know, we were going to, uh, go ahead and try something a little more lighthearted. So that's what we are doing here. Uh, and, and again, this topic was brought to me by my wife who we were watching a movie one night and she looked at me like she does longingly, lovingly and said, why did I marry you? No. Uh, and said, you know, what might be a good topic for your show is if you ask the guys on the show, if your life was made into a movie, who would you want directing that movie? And I was like, oh, that's an interesting topic. And then she said, you know what? And, and what would be even better, a little whipped cream on that thing is if you go, and the soundtrack, because you guys love music and you've talked about music on the show and you're constantly sending music back and forth. You've made playlists on Spotify for each other because you know that's what you do when you've known each other 30 years. Who would do the soundtrack to the movie of your life? So I was like, oh, I love whipped cream on my ice cream. That's great. And she said, and the cherry on top, who would play you in that movie and i said that's why i married you right there see now i don't even have to think of the topic you're doing it for me and then i just take it to the guys and they go sure we'll do that and here we are so those are those are the first three questions we're going to answer movie of your life who's directing it the soundtrack to your life who do you want to do that and again it, it can be like you know if it's a particular band that you want their music if it's a particular artist and you want their music um and then what actor would play you in the movie about your life? So we got that. We got and that. And the bonus question. And then there are a couple of bonus questions. The first being, what genre would that movie be about your life? Would it be a comedy? Would it be a romance? Would it be action? Some of you, it might be horror. I mean, Ramos is jizz. That could seems be porn for kind of horror. I mean, could be thing. porn. It's like, is that a genre? <laughs> oh, it's it adults. Is adult it could be uh so they, you know, they have what, their own uh you know award ceremony out in vegas right, right? so <laughs> do they they do, do. yes they do. Oh, and, and when when mrs haas and I, go ahead when and admit it i'm not mrs. the only haas, one here that knows that <laughs> no, acts like when, somebody's when mrs something. haas and i lived there we used to go uh every year and um <laughs> enjoy the enjoy the spectacle of what that event was you mean the avns mm-hmm. oh, look at that yes okay. Yep. So you actually knew the name. So. <laughs> Look, I was just testing y'all. That's all. Because Mac, you said it and they're like, please, somebody say yes. <laughs> um, do you still have your trophy, Thor, from when you won? Of course. Okay. I don't throw that shit away. It's, you display that prominently on the mantle. Yeah. Right in the middle. Good deal. Yeah. Uh, so that that is the first of the bonus questions. What genre would that movie be? And then the final one would be, there are four of us on this podcast. We've known each other more than 30 years. Haas, you and I were just talking about it the other day. You know, it has been quite some time, you know, because you are the last one that kind of came into the group because of when you moved. Uh, so, you know, more than 30 years that we've all known each other. If the other three people in this cast were going to be in that movie, which they would, would be. play them? I, mean, right? I was going to say, mean, I don't think it's if they were going to be in there, they would, they would be in the movie. Who, who would play them? So those are the questions we're going to ask. We've got our three we got our three primary questions, then we got some follow-up questions. Hopefully, we can get to all those today. Uh, so, yeah, lighthearted, entertaining. That's what we're doing. I'm not pulling out the wheel of death. I want this to be casual. I want this to be easygoing. Uh, I don't care who jumps in. Movie of your life. Who's going to direct it? Let's start there and go. Go. 
Okay. <laughs> all right. Grinch method, man. Uh, you've been method acting for this all week. I'm going to start with you. Who would direct the movie of Grinch's life? Ridley Scott. That's who oh. I with. Well, that is almost not a surprise. I mean, I'm no. yeah, it, it really isn't right. You know, I mean, uh, based on his body of work, I just think he has a phenomenal eye. Um, he, he is very intelligent with working in kind of deeper themes that he's conveying. In addition to the fact he's just done some phenomenal work and, you know, kicked off alien, uh, you know, he's going to be with the alien movie or TV series. I think he's executive producing that. Um, so between his directing and his producing, he has just done some phenomenal stuff and I've, I'm all in on old Ridley. All right. So I'm going to ask a question and I'll ask each of you. So I'm going to ask him first. So the rest of you be thinking about your answer to this question. He's directing your movie. Now, is that because you said body of work, is that based on that his particular career of work or was it one movie that kind of caught your attention? You go, I would love for my movie to be like this. Um, well, I haven't settled on an answer to the genre question, which would kind of tie into that question. But um, I just think between like, gladiator the martian blade runner alien you know like not he's not, just not legend with not. tom cruise so, so yeah is that right <laughs> <laughs> look every director makes that one movie that they're like mm, why did i make that movie so sorry go ahead yeah so yeah i mean you know probably like i mean certainly i mean i like blade runner 2049 i know not everybody was all in on it but you know the blade runner concept or uh and then of course gladiator is just it is a classic movie in my opinion you know some of the lines uttered and just you know the cinematography and everything and they're making a gladiator too apparently um but yeah yes okay i think think (laughs) the picking of the director will kind of help shape your genre though right because if you go with like a ridley scott you're you're going to be kind of an action adventure or you know, a little bit of a sci-fi, sci-fi. right well, it's not going to yeah. be a drama or a rom-com well, or anything it, it, so that kind of helps solidify your yeah I mean, genre. i've talked about like raised by wolves mm-hmm. you know and some of the themes um he is he's woven into that um like that just connects with me like i feel like he gets my brain turning you know, and that's why um, I really like him. Plus, his attention to detail is is super impressive. Okay. All right. So you're going to start us off with Ridley Scott. And again, I think in terms of look and feel for movies, he's got a great eye. Uh, like you said, from Alien, Blade Runner, right up through Gladiator and, and things that he's done now. Prometheus, I, I waffled a little with that one. But uh, I mean, I think he does have a very critical eye. And again, Scott Free Productions that he and his brother Tony started, like they have produced a number of things, and I have I have tend to like what they have done. So, well, absolutely, yeah, and even with Prometheus, um, I mean, there was there's a little bit of predictableness to it of like some stuff you knew was going to happen, right? Because he loves some like make you squirm kill scenes, like where the the worm thing is in the suit with the guy and that kind of stuff. But Prometheus is another one where he was he was trying to through the movie get you thinking about some very deep thoughts of like what it means to be created or if you came face to face with your creator and seeking that as a human being and then you know sort of using art he always uses artificial intelligence or you know synthetics you know androids whatever you want to 
flip the script of like that, you know, like I think uh, uh, there's a scene, I can't remember the actor. He's, he's uh, the husband. I think um, he's the one that David puts the, puts the drop, you know, into the drink before he gives it to him. And he says, right. how far would you go? You know? And yes. And he's, and he's kind of asking him about like, how would you feel if you met your creator? And there's this discussion of being disappointed, you know, and, and he sort of gets, David gets this look on his face of like, yeah, kind of like how I feel. <laughs> so um, I, I just, I don't know. I think he's a deep thinker for sure. And you think that applies to the movie of Grinch's life? Yeah. Fair enough. I'm not, uh, that wasn't a question. I'm, you know, more of a statement for you. Yes. That's, that was your approach. All right, cool. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, what I connect with for sure. Gotcha. All right. Haas, I, honestly, I thought it would be more James Cameron for you because I know you're a huge aliens fan. So I'm surprised you went Ridley it, Scott, but. Yeah. And, in, and I will say in fairness, when I directors pop in my mind, I'm probably going to some of the bigger names. Like I'm, I'm sure there's some phenomenal movies, like one-offs that like, uh, like I, I love usual suspects. But in terms of total body of work, I'm far more familiar with, you know, a Ridley Scott. Well, that's why I was asking, is it a total body of work that you used in making that decision? Or was it like, I, I like this movie. I love the, that look, that feel, that approach. And that's what I'm going with. So you guys be thinking yeah, that same it, thing. In, in this case, it's both. Okay. You know, I can certainly name individual movies and go and look at this library, you know? Right. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Haas, you and your five drinks. I'd love to know who did you pick as a director that would film your life? Super easy decision. Super Give, easy. Given, given, given the shenanigans of my life. Anybody want to guess? No. Yeah. No, I, I honestly, I'm like, I don't, this was a question when I asked it and I thought about it when I put out the, the idea for this, it was one of those where like, I had no preconceived notions who any of you might pick, hmm. you know, I mean, cause I, I listening back to like, what were your favorite movies and stuff like that? I was like, that's not necessarily a dead giveaway, but for who mm-hmm. no. you want to direct your life. So, no, sorry. you're right. I just, okay. I just, when I, when I sat down, I thought about the, the arc of my life and, and seriously, like every, every year, I feel like there's at least one, one incident of shenanigan So I thought um, the most appropriate person with the body of work that would encapsulate my life uh, would have to be Judd Apatow. Nice. I mean, okay. um, I think about how he presents stories and I, when I go back and watch any of his movies, I know there a lot of the scenes are kind of to the extreme um, to, for, to get reactions, right, to, to, to incite emotion. But I relate to, uh, cringingly in some cases and in some instances, relate to these situations. Like I just went back and watched Superbad not that long ago. And when the kid's down in the basement, like dumping out can- containers to fill beer into the guests, I'm like... I know 100% that's some stupid shit. I you've done that here and you've done that specifically. Well, I, I'm not saying it. I, I'm not saying I did do that, but I might have done that <laughs> in the right <laughs> circumstances. I might legal have legal says you a, can't admit to it. Is that what yeah, right. Legal, legal says I need to be vague here. Um, yeah. So yeah, when I thought about, yeah, I mean, obviously that, that just made the most sense to me. I mean, would I like to think that I would be in an action film or a drama or something? Of, of course. But if I'm being honest with myself, my life has been more shenanigan filled than just about anything else. And so I, I think the best person to, to, to tell that story would be Judd Apatow. Okay. I like that. And so body of work, individual movie, how did you derive aside from, or did you just look at your life and go, this would be the best person to tell my story based yeah. on that? Well, and I, I went back and I thought about some of the movies that I've watched where I'm kind of like, there's certain scenes or, you know, characters where I'm like, 
man, that one hits a little close to home. I don't want to admit that to myself, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, just the way he he captures people. It was just the way he is as a writer and director, uh, the way he gets performances out of his actors. I thought for sure that would be the best person without a doubt. Okay, awesome. Uh, so clearly you're defining yours as more of comedic in terms of genre. I mean, is that what you're establishing? Max said it with Grinch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't live in a Downton Abbey world. That's for damn sure. You know, and I'm, I'm surely not living no. in a, yeah, I'm not living in a Guillermo del Toro world. That's also for damn sure. So no, but would your, would your life story be improved? or be more impressive. Like I joked with my daughter about it. She's like, Michael Bay. I'm like, so you just want explosions to make your life right. interesting. You I know. mean, look, if we're talking explosions, if we're talking me walking into a gas station, dropping a silent fart figure eight throughout the gas station and then leaving and then watching everyone's reactions. If we're talking about those kind of explosions, sure. that you, You'll get that. Or I drink too much and eat too much Mexican food explosion. Sure. You'll get that. But I don't really think that's what Michael Bay does. It's, I think that's yeah, more that's of what Judd thing. Apatow does. You know, <laughs> he makes that work. Right. Fair enough. All right, uh, Big Mac. What about you, brother? So uh, you painstakingly dissected these questions. You thought about it. You did a spreadsheet. Look, I've been, pros, I've been up all cons, night, every all night. night this week, struggling with this, trying to figure out, you know, what the best way to go is. There you go, shake um, weight, and. and I wish that lid would come uh, off. I wish that lid that would, come would be off. hysterical. <laughs> and you take that um, right in the face. <laughs> that would be a Jed Apatow moment. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, so we, we're looking at, you know, kind of an action adventure for Grinch, comedy for, for Haas. I, I think for me, it would be more of a drama. Um, I, I feel like that would probably encapsulate my life a little bit more. Um, so when I look at that, I, I think of like a Francis Ford Coppola. Um, heavy hitter look at you I'm bringing out the big guns right nice. I mean you know it takes a lot to tell the story of Big Mac not anybody can do that um, okay fair enough actually anybody in the world with you know an iPhone could probably do it <laughs> um, so but, but again, again you know kind of like Grinch said you know the body of work right you know you look at the Godfather movies um, I liked all three I might get some grief for that, you know, throwing the third, you know, Godfather three in there, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, he did Apocalypse Now, um, The Outsiders. Uh, so he's, you know, he's got a pretty good handle on, on kind of doing that dramatic. How many have I had to drink? Not enough. Uh, I half of one. My word. I believe half I'm not, one. I'm not going to make the mistake of uh, trying to force a word out. Ramos jizz. And get half of it out. <laughs> um uh, yeah, so that, that would lost be your I lost it. Yeah, just you know, old age like a is bad a bitch. Fart. It's just I literally got to watch now. the mental train just go off the rails. <laughs> right, we saw it in real time. You can see time. it in the air. Yeah, normally I'm the eyes. one running my mouth, so I'm not watching you. This time I was just staring <laughs> at you. That's because you're, you're too like, busy eating. And, and you like, started slowing down, and I'm like, uh oh, uh oh. Here comes the shit show. Let me, <laughs> let me keep fucking eating and watching this. This is you're great. Like, it's like a movie. That's what it looks like when you didn't know what the fuck he's talking about. I've always heard about it, but now I've seen it. <laughs> so, um, Francis so, Ford yeah, Coppola. I would, I would go Francis Ford Coppola. Okay. Uh, um, I think that would be, um, and, and again, just, you know, I, I like his body of work. So, you know, to be around him and pick his brain and talk to him, you know, 
I, I think would be a good opportunity as well. Why the fuck do I got to follow him? Why? Great. Why did I decide to follow Mac? Why didn't I make him go first? No, I'm just kidding. Um, all right. So I'm you're going, always the big spoon. So we've got some combination of action, adventure, sci-fi with Grinch, as you said, comedy with Haas. And then with you, you think more drama is going to be the best way to tell the story of you. And so you are going with Francis Ford Coppola. All right. Um, and again, using kind of body of work as your defining characteristics. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Very nice. Um, so I, I did the same thing. I thought a lot about this and I thought about different directors that I thought might be good. And of course, maybe I did what you guys did and like, well, what do I want my life to be? Except for Grinch, because Grinch is still struggling with genre of his movie. And I thought, do I want it to be a comedy? Do I want it to be action adventure, sci-fi, what? And uh, so I was trying to think, who do I like as a director or who, what movies have I liked from directors that I thought might be a good fit for me? And I thought, well, I like the comedic aspect. So maybe I'm going to go with a Mel Brooks, 70s Mel Brooks, you know, kind of that irreverent comedy. And then I thought, okay. And then I thought, "Mm, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe there's something else. Maybe I want to go more fantastical um, because I, I think it's probably going to be comedy because I enjoy comedy in that way in terms of my life. And some things you just got to look at and laugh at, as we talked about before the, the recording this, this past week, it's almost it, with Grinch's food. Like you almost arc over that being pissed off about certain things. And it just becomes funny. Like that you're having to deal with this shit, you know, something else again, and it never seems to stop. So I started thinking about that and I was like, okay, well, who do I want to go with? And the, the individual that I landed on was not somebody that I thought organically that I would have landed on, but the movies that they have done through body of work have been kind of fantasy based in terms of their approach to the visual aspect of the story. I like a lot of their earlier things that they have done. I grew up with a lot of the earlier things that they had done and that would be Terry Gilliam. And, uh, you know, I remember growing up watching Monty Python and then it was Monty Python and the Holy Grail and the life of Brian and Jabberwocky. He did Brazil. He did time bandits. I mean, movies that when I grew up, you know, they were movies that I enjoyed watching the adventures of the Baron Munchausen. He did fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Um, you know, in terms of, uh, things that he has been a part of. And so, um, I liked his body of work. And then he does devolve into other things like with Brad Pitt and Bruce Willis and 12 monkeys. Uh, so, I mean, he has done quite a bit. Um, and I have seen almost everything that he's done. So I thought that's something from the fantasy aspect, from a visual standpoint that I really liked. There's comedy in the things that he does. It's not comedy necessarily comedy driven, but there was always comedy there. And so I was like, okay, I think that's who I want to go with. So that's who I chose was Terry Gilliam. But that also gives me the ability to be action, to be comedic, to be fantasy, to be drama, because he does use a lot of those different genres within the body of work that he does. So it isn't like a Michael Bay and you go, everything's going to be bad boys and explosions and transformers and that bullshit. And so it gives me more range in terms of what I'm doing. So that's who I'm going with. If you don't know who it is, look him up, Terry Gilliam, fucking uh, you know, in terms of what he's done, he's got a, an extensive body of work. I, I say extensive. I mean, it's not like he's done a hundred movies in terms of directing, but uh, he has done a lot of movies that you probably know about or may have seen. And he's got range. He does. Yeah. And that's what I liked about him. So a- again, is he winning awards? No, he's, he's not a Ridley Scott in terms of like, he's got a mantle full of fucking Oscars, you know, but he, I definitely liked his body of work and I liked visually what it would bring to my life. And I think that's how I approached it was like, I looked at my life and, and I literally was like, 
Oh, well, we make it interesting. And my wife jokes, she goes, you'd probably have Guy Ritchie direct your life. Look, I would fucking love- That would have been a great choice. I love Guy Ritchie, I do. But the problem <laughs> with Guy Ritchie, well. Guy Ritchie, he, the ones that are successful are a one-trick pony. Yeah. Lock, stock, rock and roll, snatch. I mean, Revolver, The Gentleman. Great movies in terms of their flow and the ensemble cast and the dynamic. But it is, it, and I think that's why people like it because it tends to, you know what you're getting into. Until he does some shit like uh, Sherlock Holmes. And then you're going, wait, what? Dude, stick to what you know. It's what you're good at. Um, or what was the other one? Uh, King Arthur. I mean, I like the movie. The, it actually was well done. I like yeah. the movie, but it's because I think he tried to put that lock stock, that snatch, that, that modern spin on yeah. the classic movie. And so I think it worked, but... You know, because that's what we were watching was the gentleman, his latest, the gentleman. And she was like, is that who you would have? Or would it be Quentin Tarantino or David Fincher? Like all these modern directors. And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. No. And she's like, fucking think about it. Yeah. The other one for me was Richard Linkletter because of the range. So you want your movie to span 30 fucking years when he films it. (laughs) I mean, my life spans at least 30 fucking years. Look, that's a creative ass way to do it, right? You're, you're filming every so often, every few years, and you're watching these people literally grow up through the movie. It's not, it's literally, you don't need prosthetics. These people are actually aging out while you're filming. So that's interesting. Uh, Two two others I, I considered were Christopher Nolan, and, uh, this is another Ron, one I thought. And Ron Howard was another okay. one. You were the only one that I, I could think, like I said, I had the James Cameron one, but I, you were the only one that I could think, like, what might he do? Um, the other two, I was like, I have no idea where they would come from. So yeah, does everybody have... think, does everybody now feel like everyone's selection is on the nose or are we thinking uh, a little to the left or a little to the right? <laughs> Truth. <laughs> No, yeah. I can see Judd Apatow for you, without a doubt. I, I, it's I, not somebody I would have guessed but. it, but when you said it, I was like, I get it. Yeah, yeah, that, I wouldn't have guessed it, right. right? But but when you when you say it and you think back of, yeah, that would that would easily you know be the guy to tell the story of the hostess monster. Yes, let's write that script. I like it. Uh, you guys are not in the writers' room. No, <laughs> I'm only going to make one it other, uh, One other person that I, I had thought about and bantered uh, back and forth. And that was Zach Braff. Um, okay. Just looking yeah. at it from, a, from an indie yeah. kind of, you know, a smaller film. All right. I like the way uh, he tells stories. I've, I've, yeah, I've really enjoyed a couple of the things he's done. Uh, Garden State and uh, Wish You Were Here. Wish you were here. Yep. Um, and then he did, uh, I think it was episode two of Ted Lasso. He did. First season. Quickly, which first was season. really good. Season, yeah, first season, season episode one. two. Yep. Uh, which was a really good episode, I thought. So that was that was somebody else I'd kind of tossed back and forth, but I went you know I went with Coppola. Okay. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel like uh, I kind of feel like you guys all nailed it. The, the the one the one name that kind of kept coming to my mind for one of you was uh, Rob Reiner. Comedy. Who? Um, I I, I kind of thought either Mac or, or Thor. Rob Reiner okay. what might be appropriate. Um, wh- when it comes to Grinch, I kind of thought of more gritty action stuff. So I'm I'm not gonna yeah. lie, there there might have been a Michael Bay element you know, to, to part of Grinch's life that I would have thought would have been appropriate. He's just so lamely over the top. Sure. sure. Yeah. But that's part like, of the fun, you man. Know come, on, getting, come on, right? bro. Come on, bro. You, you, as much as any, you, as much as anybody loves, just cramming some popcorn and some sweets in your mouth and just enjoying, like, letting but letting I, go. I hate the Transformers movies. I thought Pearl Harbor was 
awful. You oh, know, yeah. like like I'm I like not saying every action movie or romance movies don't do both. I'm just saying the guy does have a flair. Well, he's who created what we jokingly call the rule of three goes. Okay. Because you're serious when you say go three times. Yeah. <laughs> if you just tell another person go, they're like, I don't, I don't think they mean it. But if you go, 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 you're like, that's legit. We're going. Emphasis, Time to go. You know? <laughs> I would say if I had to pick Grinch, if you were to put a gun to my head, I would think director, Clint Eastwood. All right. Is that some good ones? Yeah. I could see him directing your life. Yeah, Gran Torino. Gran Torino, where you sit on the porch, you're a crotchety old fucking dude. See, I was thinking that's exactly where you were going with it. <laughs> Yelling at kids to get off his lawn. Right? No, I, I get that. I get that. Throwing, I mean, the throwing other... old busted controllers at him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, Spielberg is another one that yeah. Yeah. has quite a bit, you know, to draw from that you could you could connect. I mean, Saving Private Ryan, you know, is was yeah. incredible. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm uh, it, honestly, this one came so quick that I didn't even have to give it much thought. Really? So you just landed on yours. You were like, mm-hmm. I'm good with that. This okay. and score are two that like, I'm no exactly brainer for you. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, speaking of, thank you for the segue. Let's go ahead and as you shovel in whatever it is. What are you eating, by the way? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you need a drink? Yeah. Can we? All right. Ladies, I don't want to miss any of this stuff. So. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a quick bake. <laughs> Ramos jizz. We're going to take a quick, quick break while we refresh yes. our drinks and we will be back momentarily. So go ahead and hit my your, drink with a bait. Hit the restroom, hit the concession Master stand, bait. grab some more popcorn, maybe a soda, and then return to your seats and we will be back shortly. Thank you. Meanwhile, a few moments later. So what are you eating? Zaxby's. Zaxby's. Oh, okay. Good shit, man. God damn, I miss some of that food. One of the one of the reasons I've lost weight is because there ain't no good shit like that here. That's a plus though. Fuck. Yeah, that and the walking. So much walking and bicycling. Keep it up. <clears throat> you guys will appreciate this. We um my next door neighbor, his uh, his girlfriend is out of town for the weekend. So we're like, hey, you want to hang out? We kind of wanted to go like bicycling and go like do a picnic down at the at the at the Danube. And he's like, Yeah, I know a perfect spot. We're biking and biking and biking. And there's the old Danube and the new Danube. So we go past the, the, the new Danube to go over to the old Danube. And it's like, we're like driving in like this little small village, I feel like all of a sudden. And then we turn off sh- sharply into this like little like closed off area where, I mean, there's you know, enough for maybe like 100, 150 like groups of people. Whereas the other Danubes, I mean, that shit goes for like ever. Like, I mean, you can look down straight and just see people partying balls for like miles. And we roll up in there and we, we cast our blanket, we sit down and he just smiles at me and like gives me a nod. And I look around, everybody's topless. <laughs> I mean, did you not boobies, notice that? Boobies for nice. the because I was. I, okay, because here's the thing. I was as, focused as pale, on not dying on the bike. Well, as a pale person, I was focused on finding a shaded spot because otherwise I was going to be miserable, right? Because I told him my, my I told him my one prerequisite was find a place we can go to where there's good shade because I am of a complexion where I need it. Like it, it's not it, it, it's not a want; it's a need. Like I'll if die. I'm going to enjoy my right, I, I need it. So you know, I mean, so we 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 put out the blanket. 
you know, we put all the weights on the corners. We start pulling out the, the, the charcuterie stuff, you know, right. And we start popping beers. I start making cocktails, right. He, he, he's brought a thing for music. He puts on some music, you know, we got some shit going. We're like, we're settling down and Cass is, Cass is still over there fiddling with the bikes or whatever. He sits down and he just, he just like, you know, points at Gives me and winks nod. and nods. And I'm like, why is he pointing and nodding me? And then I look around and I'm like, Ooh, well, all righty then. <laughs> And I mean, those are boobs, and those are boobs, and those are boobs. So many. And And it's funny. Cass said to me, she goes, she goes, I forgot how much I loved looking at boobs. (laughs) I mean, because you know they come in all shapes and sizes, and they're all just lovely. When you're in what? When in Rome, do as Romans did. uh... Well, and I didn't know this, and so Adam, our neighbor, he came back for dinner, and we watched Old Brother, Where Art Thou? And he was saying, he goes, I don't know if you guys know this, but Austria has more nude beaches per capita than anywhere else in the world. I was like, I did not know that, but uh, yeah. yeah. In a landlocked country. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, and he was saying he's funny because, uh, I mean, he's about this big around. I mean, seriously, my arm is the size of his leg. Um, You got some short fucking legs. (laughs) Yeah, he's, he's, he's a time, but yeah. So he, he was saying, yeah, when it's you know he, this time of year when it starts getting hot, he gets excited because he knows he can go hang out by the river and drink some beers and then just enjoy the scenery. And we were because I'm telling you, I don't know what these people do to stay fit, but good on them. There you go, Daddy Likey. Yeah. All right. You missed it, Mac. I saw boobies. Boobies for days and lots nice. of boobies for, day, boobies for days. But he was looking in the mirror. Were they on a woman? <laughs> they were on Ramos. Ramos. <laughs> Two of my favorite things. <laughs> Ramos and Jizz. <laughs> All right. Mac, you got your drink. You're good. I'm good. Let's make All this right. happen. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. I hope you've got your concessions. You're sitting in your seat. You're parked and ready to go. Let's continue this magic train ride. So we covered all of the directors that would direct the movie of our lives, our respective lives. And now we are moving on to soundtrack, which I can tell, you know, just by the look on his face, Grinch is ready to dive into this one. So now, uh, hold on. Yes. Hold how on. many, how many are we going to allow Grinch to pick here? Right. Because we know there'll be the primary and then no, no. 15. I, I, told you, I have one. He's got one. Okay. He's got it. One, okay. one mm-hmm. to rule them all. But I wanted that. to tell you about another one I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> all right so let's go ahead let's go ahead and jump into it Grinch, uh, yeah. go ahead and lead us off soundtrack of your hans life hans zimmer han solo got it hans zimmer post show uh, uh okay i think i think maybe there was i apologize this is me this is my fault mm-hmm. um it is i i thought i was i thought i was clear maybe i wasn't so correct me i believe i said the soundtrack of your life mm-hmm. not the score of your life. Same, same hey. idea. No, no. Actually, hey. no. Because I picked something. It's a I distinction was, without a difference. Uh, there is, you won't clear there on is. that because I'm going to tell you, you're about to have another person who might have something close to a similar, uh, and that's, similar that's same fine. answer as Grinch Bloods. So, but it's not going to be me. The point of what I said was I soundtrack. The, rules. the soundtrack <laughs> and the score yeah. are different. You would have a Hans Zimmer do the score and potentially have a soundtrack, which would be Yes, you can have both. Yeah, uh, Most yeah, movies yeah, yeah. now have both. But I was I, talking from our perspective. But of he didn't ask music. for the score. He yeah, asked right. for the soundtrack. I was. To, I was talking from Mac, our I said what I said. Yes, <laughs> You're absolutely right. Thank but, you. Okay, let's no, just no, say no, if, you want to, if you want to narrow it down, I would go with something like Interstellar. 
that's not what I meant again. Do us a favor. Why don't you give her, give, give us an yes. example. Here. Yes. For, for, for my spiel. Go around uh, to me. I'll pick uh, mine and show you guys how all this right. is Mac, it just stopped on you, brother. Okay, so who would do the soundtrack of your life? Soundtrack or score? Soundtrack. Okay. I'm sorry, because I asked for soundtrack. So hold on. Soundtrack. Okay. So the track with all the sound on it. Good. Um, I mean, for don't me, do that be, because they'll go. A score is sound, so it works. This is track with sound on it. Um, semantic for bullshit me, this going was, on here. <laughs> this was easier to uh, to decide than it was to get out. Apparently, um, this Chief Bootnaka. Oh, how did like, I miss? He's like, let me back this up. What the hell? No, it would be now. You broke Mac. Good job, buddy. <laughs> he, he, he broke you too. Train. <laughs> I'm trying when to you say you two, out which, here. I know. Which you're fighting me on this. Sorry. Which no, of us two? Yeah, that's right. You two. That's right. Which two? The two. The two Utes. The two Utes. You guys make some grits. Mac, who would do you the two. soundtrack if you like? You two. Okay. Yeah. So, but I do like so so here's the problem though. A soundtrack typically has various artists. Yes. So I'm gonna punt here okay. and say it will be a combination of you two and Sir Mix a lot. And that's fine. Uh so uh uh because I completely missed missed, you know, the chief boot knocker, posse on buttermilk biscuits, yeah. swass, yeah. beepers, my hoopty. I could so, go on and on. I'll give you a prime example of the difference for me. A movie that I love, The Crow. The score is done by the original. Bell. Assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just make sure because there could be people <laughs> listening that didn't realize that you know there was a good version and a shit version. Well, there was City of Angels, and the, yeah, they devolved after that. But the original when Brandon, the Lee. Brandon, Lee. Brandon Lee. Yeah. Graham Ravel did the score. Trent Reznor did the soundtrack, and the soundtrack done by Trent Reznor has The Cure, Stone Temple Pilots, Pilot. Pantera. I mean, Crystal it's Method, if I remember. Uh, Machine Head, I, I think, think is do, on can there. You, can you trip like I do, I think, is on there? Or maybe uh, my Life with Thrill, Kill, Cult. So that that was the <clears> difference <throat> in terms of what I was saying. Because of our approach to music, that's why I was saying soundtrack. Who would you have on there? Who would you have do it? You know what I'm saying? That That's what I meant, and I apologize for the confusion. I'm good with I, Hans Zimmer. I know what you're saying. I know it's music, yeah, 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 yeah. great music. Yeah. You know, and I think um, to your point, I mean, I do think, you know, Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross have done some really, really cool stuff like with uh, the network. Was it the network? Is that what it was? I think they won, may have won the Oscar uh, that year. But anyway, in the soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I follow the point. I just to me, I didn't I mentally like I approached. Uh, that didn't connect with me as much as the work of Hans Zimmer as far as, you know, I mean, I just sat and watched like, uh, uh, you know, some of the, the orchestral performances that he's did. In fact, he was in Vienna. I didn't send it to you, Hans, because I didn't want to tip my hand um, <clears throat> as to it. But, um, you know, Batman, like I said, Interstellar, some of the other stuff, like it's just with no words to achieve the level of emotion. I mean, or, or I said Interstellar. Actually, what what I it would be Inception would be the one that I would put to the forefront of. Like when you listen to "Time" is the name of the song. Like that song gets you emotional by the end of it. 
because it's just, it, I mean, that and the thinking about the scene, but that's where my head was on that answer. Okay. And again, uh, miscommunication on my part. I, I knew the clarity for me in terms of understanding, but no, it was it was quite clear what you were looking for. I appreciate I'm, that, man. I'm comfortable th- with you taking the blame on this. That's fine. okay. Okay, so, <laughs> I'll own that one this time. And, you, and frankly, you may have said that I, in my head. I saw score. So, well, again, because you are, uh, you know, forever sending out music and stuff like that to the group, and so that's what I was thinking of. Like, who would he have playing the soundtrack mm-hmm. in his life? You know, so that that's why. And again. The confusion being, we'll go, we'll go halvesies, 50, 50. We'll go Dutch, 50% your fault, 50% my fault. So, uh, I accept that. Okay. Uh, or, or in this case, a third, because Haas, I, I sounds like Haas is also going to be guilty. So a third, a third, a third. That's what we'll say here. Because Mac, thank you for getting it right. Mac, you did the homework correctly. You passed the class. <laughs> Kudos to you. Uh, yes. All right. Do I get a gold star? Oh, absolutely. Right on your forehead. Yeah. Ramos is going to give it to you. Ramos. <laughs> A um, star. <laughs> it's a golden shower. Does that count? <laughs> I didn't say R. Uh, Kelly. Yes, I yes, did not I say R. Kelly was doing the uh, soundtrack of my life. No. Okay. Fair enough. It's only uh, an R. Kelly golden shower. If, like you know, you're you're much older and they're much younger. Yeah, you got to be twelve. There has to be so. an age discrepancy. <laughs> I think you're good. Fair enough. All right, Haas. What about you? Who did the score of your life? So speaking of thirds, I couldn't make up my mind. So really? I went with I went with a. Um, a, a, a mishmash, uh, a what do you what is it called when I don't know artists come together and collaboration, a collaboration. Thank you, I appreciate that. So it would be a Hans Zimmer, Seven Dust, Trent Rezer, Trent Reznor <laughs> compilation or collaboration. So you were two thirds right then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. You know, it was interesting. I do remember. I don't uh, know what I, that looks like. By the way, well, I'm I think an interesting, an interesting sound booth. Yes, I think it was Marilyn Manson who did the soundtrack with. I forget who he did it with, but he was classically trained for like Resident Evil. And the comment Marilyn Manson made was he he's like I wasn't classically trained in music. He's like I spoke in like concepts and similar noises, whereas he's like literally writing notes. Or you know the like the musical notes, and he's like somehow it all came together really well, you know. <laughs> but but I had to learn how his language because that's just not how I hit you know Marilyn Manson approached music. Spoke, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah and, and and I realized that that music's not necessarily in line with the director and or theme that I'm going with, but that's the music I enjoy. Like I mean, like you Grinch, I one of my favorite movies is Gladiator. When I'm sick. My wife knows that's the movie to put on when I'm sick. When I'm not feeling good, that's what I want. And one of the first soundtracks or scores I ever bought and owned was the Gladiator score by Hans Zimmer. I love all the work he does. And of course, everyone knows that I love Seven Dust. And I just thought, wouldn't it be cool if you had Trent Reznor in there, like just kind of like bringing his vibe to it? Managing the whole thing. Right. You know, I just like that collaboration. I would just be really excited to hear what that sounds like. Uh, and again, I guess it's open to interpretation in terms of your approach with, with Grinch, you picking Hans Zimmer. Look, if that's your choice, that's your choice. And I don't fault anybody for that. Um, I get the Seven Dust reference for you. Absolutely. Because you have been a fan and love them for so long. Just like with Mac, you too just seems like a no-brainer. And probably who I would have picked for you 
uh, in terms of the soundtrack of your life. Um, so I guess we will, we will finish with me. And I like how Grinch was like, I knew with my life, this is who it's going to be right away. And then you still got it wrong. Cause it's not a, you know, that's a score, but that's what I said. You did. You, did. you, did. you fucking own that. that shit, man. Um, I know who yours is going to be. You know who mine's going to be? Mm-hmm. Do you? Mm-hmm. Write it write it in the chat. Fuck. All right. Hold on. You say it and I'll hit enter at the same time. Okay. So I thought about who would do the score of my life. And of course, I thought about the movies and I thought about the music and I thought about my life. And and really, I even thought about the, the kind of the four of us because I know one of that bonus question was like, you know, those people being in your lives. Um, and so I tried to think critically about how I wanted to approach it and what I thought would work for me. And I started to kind of go through all of the music that I liked, all of the music that I've listened to and, and how I felt it would fit in. And, and Haas, you said, would it work with your genre, right? If you're, if in terms of what your genre was, and I thought, Max, I'm doing this, Mac, because I can tell I'm you I want to hit quickly, brother. <laughs> so, um, I was trying to think, is that really relevant? Is the music necessary to the particular genre? And of course, who I've got directing it, I've got multiple genres, so I thought this will work for me. So the person that I chose, or the, the, the group that I chose to do the soundtrack of my life, I thought had a good range of music, uh, and it's music that I like. And so I thought it would work perfectly. Mac, is this driving you nuts yet? <laughs> it's what I expect. No, the fact that y'all have been best friends for as long as you have is a testament to your patience for one another. What, what do we say on a regular basis? At this point, it's just on us. We know. Oh, yeah, it's, your, it's, it's my fault, right? I, I could have I ended this a long time. could have walked away. To, so. <laughs> oh, wait. What was I talking about? What was the question? Shit. We were talking about who who uh, oh who, who scored score my life of your movie yeah I, oh wait soundtrack of your movie sorry <laughs> hit enter hit enter either one works they're both appropriate I know it's not right it's definitely not right <laughs> you would add better luck with his original band but uh, yeah Ramos appreciates that I'm sure no so I try to think I, I think this is one that I would probably go to just by default in terms of their music and you know, me listening to it for the last, you know, 30 plus years. And I think I'm going to go with Cowboy Mouth. Um, so I know, like, maybe that's a surprise, but in terms of their music and, you know, listening to it, it was like, I really like their music. I enjoy it. It's something that, you know, I, I have quite a few of their albums at this point. Um, and I think that's who I would probably go with they have a very vibrant sound, you know, a very upbeat sound. And so that's who I would go into. And they do the have a shit ton of range. And they've got a lot of energy in their sound. Yeah. And so I liked the way I thought that that might lend to a great my particular movie. So, yeah, that's what I'm going with. Cowboy very Mouth cool. out of New Orleans. Very cool. Uh, so, yes, that's that's me. All right. Sorry. Long-winded. I was just trying to drag that out for you, Matt, because I know you're just sitting there, finger on the button, uh, like, I want to hit in her, want to hit in her, want to hit in her. <laughs> Um, anybody surprised except you, for Hans uh, Zimmer? You like it when I when I finger you. finger on the button. <laughs> the, uh, uh, no, no. I mean, it's a band I haven't thought of in a long time, but I've I've known there's a, I know there's a lot of history there of going to see them live and so forth. Um, Absolutely. You know, I wouldn't have been a shock, wouldn't have been shocked by like a Seven Dust either. Um, you know, the only full circle is like I might go with like a Tool. I you know, for a soundtrack. Well. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because, again, their songs just there's a lot going on with the music, and then there's some that are just straight in your face, like mocking 
right. certain concepts and ideas, you know, or like talking about what a shit city LA is. You know? so, so there's a lot to connect with there. Yeah. <clears throat> so was that, was that for you or for me, you're saying? Oh, I, I think either, honestly. Yeah. Cause I, I was curious if you yeah, did I have any seen... others, like yeah, if you take Hans Zimmer too. out of it, I mean, Metallica, sure. You know, that was another I mean, one I weighed. That's an easy one to connect with uh, and say, you just say what you need and they're going to find a way to create the, the perfect song for it. Right. And they've got the fast, they've got the slow, they've got a lot of dynamic range in the way they approach music. And so, well, yeah, that was another one. Uh, yeah. 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 I was gonna say, and they did the thing with the symphony, right? So, I mean, yes. yeah, yeah, they can bring a lot out. of different yeah. options to Absolutely. the table. Uh, Haas, I thought about, uh, speaking of Mac, because you just went, Haas, I thought about you and uh, DMB. And doing a little Dave Matthews, and I thought maybe that might fit. I don't know in terms of like if you're trying to s- kind of pigeonhole your music into your genre, that might work better than Seven Dust. But yeah, maybe I just want to give the good old boys of Seven Dust a, a free paycheck. Hey man, because they, they've earned it. No one's <laughs> no one's been doing it longer and better than they have. Uh, well, you know, it's Sunday, except for Metallica. Friday <laughs> night they were in Daytona. Welcome to Rockville mm-hmm. yeah. on the same stage as Ministry. Yeah. Just earlier in the day. That would have been an amazing show. Agreed. Probably would have, yeah, if I was going to go, it would have been to the Friday night lineup, I think, in terms of who was playing. But um, yeah, so, okay, there's the soundtrack of our life. Uh, now we know who's doing that. So we're going to move on to, I think, the pinnacle of this particular line of questioning, and that is, who would be the actor that would play us in the movie about us, directed by who we've chosen and with this, the score or soundtrack of your choice. So Grinch, of course, we're going to cycle back to you since you started us off. Going to let you jump in with both feet. What actor would play Grinch in the movie about Grinch? Yeah, I actually, this was another one. I came to it quick and then I backed off and then settled into it. Um, but it, it, this one is going to be a double answer in the sense that Tom, Tom Hanks is the answer to the direct question. Okay. If it took on a different tone of kind of more darker. I I think he can do that, but you tend to think of him as more lighthearted aside from like a saving private Ryan, you know, which he, he was phenomenal. He did the green mile too, right? Which was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, this is by no means suggesting he couldn't, he couldn't uh, do all of it. Um, But Benedict Cumberbatch was the other one that came to mind. And maybe just the recency of having seen him is what. I was going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think he's a phenomenal actor that can do damn near anything. And he does it with an intelligence, you know, and a seriousness, um, both in the way he carries himself on screen and just his approach to the craft. So, yeah. So if you have to flip a coin, who do you want it to land on? Matt Matt Uh Nicholson. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Hanks, the answer to the direct question, but if I had to think about it, Benedict Cumberbatch. So, who would it be if you had to flip a coin? Mads Mickelson. That was good. Didn't miss a fucking beat. <laughs> but we know that's not true because he doesn't believe in method acting, and you've method all week for that's this. True. So that's, that's true. That's a fucking lie. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I think at the end of this, if there's time, we get around to who. Obviously, no. We need to. Well, no. I, we I, answer, I, who would play I put more thought into who would play you guys. I did, too. Anything well, else. <laughs> It'll be interesting when you have your answer, because when we get to that question, that's going to inform what we think of your answer. Because if, if obviously, when I'm doing mine, I go, oh, yeah, I think Tom Hanks for Grinch. I'd be like, holy shit. I thought the same thing you thought. So it'll be interesting to see how that compares. So, all right. So, so we got Tom Hanks here slash Benedict Cumberbatch. 
Uh, all right. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Got it. All right, Haas. What about you, brother? Who is playing Haas in the movie about Haas? Yeah, I don't know. Seriously? Yeah. I even asked my wife and my daughter. I didn't tell them what the podcast was. I just gave them two separate post note pads and I asked them to, <laughs> to answer. They came back with, and I, I they must need new glasses because <laughs> they Ron came back Jeremy. With, I, I shit you not. They came back with Chris Hemsworth, Brad Pitt, Dan Stevens from Downton Abbey. Yes, he plays uh, the, uh, the husband think, that dies. I yeah. think you did not explain this correctly. <laughs> right, that's what the, I'm the saying. Question was, no, who should play you, not who do they want to sleep with? Right, who do you want to be married to? And then Chris Evans. And then I, the the one that the one that Mrs. Haas said that I was like, okay, this that could work would be Matthew McConaughey. But that's not, all they said Chris Evans funny, because he tweeted out a fun. picture of his dong. That's the only reason Maybe. they picked Chris I don't know. Evans. I don't so, know. Ron for me, <laughs> for me, Seth Rogen made the most sense. Yeah, I mean, if it's I a Judd Apatow movie, I could see that. And it's my life. I mean, I think Seth Rogen would fucking nail that shit because. I, I, a lot of the characters he plays in these movies, there's at least a a main theme of the character that I identify with. So I think he would, I think he would carry it through really well. Okay. I, again, this will be informed. Our decisions will be informed when we get to who will play you in our own movies. Whether I just or not want we, to say yes. that I'm glad I married a woman who thinks that Chris Hemsworth or Chris Evans would play me. Um, <laughs> and I want to also further say that I'm going to keep any more, money for further glasses we're not going to have any more money for for new glasses you're good you're stopping here yep (laughs) don't worry at least one of the questions wasn't who would play your wife you know because then your wife might be like wait we could throw that out there as a as another honorable mention (laughs) as a bonus i think i like being married thank you (laughs) (laughs) i love my wife and i i enjoy i enjoy yes i enjoy being with her so i want mrs haas to play mrs haas that's right (laughs) nobody nobody's man up and admit mrs haas nobody's equal enough to play mrs haas she is one they broke the mold (laughs) she's sitting in the room isn't she <laughs> but this, she's got a glass up to the wall though. This is a very <laughs> small flat. <laughs> Touche. Right, she right, has right. really good hearing. If, even if her eyesight's bad, she's got great fucking hearing. Well, that's, maybe that's why she has such good hearing. It's like when you're blind, other other senses are elevated. That's right. it. All right. Uh Mac, let's go to you. Who plays Mac in the movie about Mac? So I tossed this one back and forth a little bit and, and I did originally, you know, I, I landed Matthew McConaughey. Um, and that oh, was more it. for me. I see. That? I see no, well, and that was, and that was Dallas Buyers club, Matthew McConaughey, but I see it. I was thinking days to confuse. Yeah. yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I can see that too. Um, and, and that was more for Mrs. Mack, obviously. Um, just because you know that, that's probably the hall pass. So if we could get, if we could get him into you know our circle of friends at some point, you know, and let her work her magic, you'll be you know, We'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> but in reality, no, that is not who would probably play me. Uh, I landed on Ricky Gervais. Kind of that not. deadpan, smartass humor. Um, a little more portly, obviously fits my build. So we, you know, we can go from that standpoint, you know, not a lot of prosthetics. Um, but just, I, I think the, the level of humor uh, would probably fall in line with, with you know, what, what I like to bring to the table. 
you know, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'll tell you that you're <laughs> wrong. Um, but that that's who I picked uh, and who I landed on was Ricky Gervais. Right. Well, I told you the other day who I thought. Ron Jeremy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Chris Farley. Yeah, I know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, I okay. mean, you know, that, that was an option, right? I mean, but I, I think, I don't think, I, I'd like to think I'm not that over the top with the physical comedy. But, um, and that's <laughs> yeah, why I was more he, with Ricky Gervais, right? He was to the extreme. He was yeah. out no, Yeah, and without a doubt, a fantastic comic, right? I mean, just, you know, willing to do whatever it took to get that laugh, but... Um, Mac, not, not somebody that I thought fit the fit the bill for me. Yeah, between you dead, and me, so, between yeah. you and me, and almost thirty four years of friendship, you're the John C. Riley to my Will Ferrell. Okay, okay, <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Why can't I be Will Ferrell? Well, slow the fuck down. <laughs> uh, all right, Jenkins alert. <laughs> all right, so I guess it is to me now. Who would play me in a movie about me? Um, and again, I was thinking in terms of how I approach things and, uh, I think I enjoy the comedy aspect can do action, uh, isn't bad on the eyes. Uh, and so for me personally, I would probably go and my wife would disagree. Cause she would say probably like you Haas, like a Chris Hemsworth or some shit. Uh, I would go Ryan Reynolds for me. I'm telling um, you, I've got yours and, and everybody can Google this person, <laughs> look at pictures and it is like dead money. Dead money. If Jason Momoa, if Haas nope. and I nailed this again and I yeah. were on the same page, I'm going to laugh. Yeah. So <laughs> I get it. I get it. Uh, I mean, I like the I like the comedy and uh, you know the stuff that he does, the Deadpool and things like that, and tends to be his approach and it's and it's what works. Um, but that's who I would go with. And like I said, yeah, my, I just I, I think ahead. from a physical standpoint, though. Uh, yeah, but see, I'm not necessarily talking physical and clearly. Okay, and that's fine. Hot, Brad Pitt, Matthew McConaughey, Chris Evans. Like, oh, I can see his wife wasn't us. thinking in about? terms of the physical nature. I mean, Grinch is a fucking ginger. Tom Hanks is not a ginger, <laughs> right? But right, in a movie, I, they can fat I, people up. It, it, it is funny you say this because another person I thought I was David Spade. You? Sure. <laughs> or me. To the, no, me, not you. You're clearly taller than David Spade, so they'd have to put him in lifts. Yeah. Um, um, okay, so is that a surprise for anyone? No? I'm trying to, I, I don't know. I didn't say yeah, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, mainly because yeah. you wife, don't look alike. Yeah, you don't my, look well, alike. And again, it, I don't right? think it's from a look standpoint. I think that's what you're doing. You're going, okay, look standpoint. I'm trying. Well, but, but they can make it. Like, like, but, but hold on. So, you, there's an intersection. There's definitely an intersection. And I, and I, and I believe. My wife would tell you. My wife would tell you when we first met. She would say Paul Rudd. That's what my wife would say. That I look like Paul Rudd, and I don't see it, but that's what she was I like. I could see that more than Paul Ryan Rudd. Reynolds. Again, I wasn't looking at it from a standpoint of his looks. Well, but I was looking at just it from that, though. I mean, like, like if I look at Ricky Gervais, if I take the looks aside, I think, you know, kind of. I mean, I don't know his personality, but I mean, just from a comedic standpoint, I feel like that's you know, kind of the way I am. A little more. It's deadpan. not. It's not. Okay, You're not nearly as funny. <laughs> now you get and you appreciate his humor. Like if I was looking at you, I'm, I would probably say, no, no, like, no it's not time Sean... yet. It's not time yet. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Don't play right, too early. 
Do, do you want to tell me where I was wrong or do you want to wait? Let's wait. We'll get to it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to that, it. That, that's who I like. And again, you can probably go in any number of directions with any of the four we chose. But nobody said, well, Grinch doesn't look anything like Tom Hanks. Right. But you're banging I, look, on I, me. No, 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 you're right. You're right. I, I, don't, I don't think Tom Hanks was who I would pick for Grinch either. Because okay. he's not. But, but I not necessarily from just from a look standpoint, I would not probably have picked Tom Hanks. But that's what you just banged on me for. But you didn't say shit about him. Right, but it's OK when Grinch does it. <laughs> um, 30, almost 34 years. That, that's on me. It's right. on you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We're no strangers to hypocrisy and inconsistency. Fair point. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Fine. You know what? Fuck you all. Let's move to the bonus question. We're going to who would play the other members of the cast. All right, because you guys are clearly desperate to do this. So, so who? So, how are we going to do this? Are we going to just pick one person and the other three go around and yes. say who they? Okay. Yes. So, so it. we're going to start with Grinch. So, Grinch, you're going to sit this one out, obviously, because we know who you think. You, you just have to you. sit back and take it. That's right. You got to sit back and take it. So, okay. okay. Cheeks. This is you all saying who, who we think, think is playing is who we you, think okay. play you okay. in our movies. Okay. All right. So, Haas, we're going to start with you, Grinch. Okay. Go ahead and mute yourself just in case you scream out in agony. The perfect person to play Grinch. Yes. Is Michael Fassbender. Perfect. <laughs> all right. Perfect all person. right. Perfect person. Problem is, is this is a Judd Apatow film. So it'd have to be Andy Sandberg. <laughs> I I wholeheartedly I accept both of those. Yeah. Or, 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 or if available, Anthony Jeselnik. Okay. All right. Right. Too close to Jizzlenick. Yep. <laughs> but that's that's Jizzle. that's Anthony and I, that, th- Those Anthony were Jizzle the ones neck. I was dead. I, I mean, I mean, come at me, bro. Tell me I'm wrong. Hey, and so he we're, was he was in uh, Prometheus. Nope. <clears throat> so so we we are. Is that what you're saying, Michael Fassbender? If if uh if, okay, for his movie, I would choose for him, Michael Fassbender. For the movie, for my oh, job, I, okay, Andy I get Samberg. your what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because you couldn't. I don't think Michael Fassbender in a in a Judd Apatow film. <laughs> I don't think that works. You don't but know. I think, Andy, I think Andy Samberg. I mean, I think that's spot on. But as, again, so are we talking body of work or individual movie? Because like I could see Michael Fassbender, but I would go Michael Fassbender from Three Hundred, as opposed to like Michael Fassbender from oh, Damn Michael Fassbender from. from <laughs> don't worry, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust it. Okay. <laughs> Hey, I could have gone Michael Fassbender from uh, Inglorious Bastards because he doesn't have much of a part. <laughs> so, no, no I'm, I'm just going, saying. I'm going looks, personality, body work, mannerisms. Like, I mean, I've, I'm serious. I put probably like 10 times Too much time. <laughs> Too much time. Yeah. Like, Too, too much. I, I haven't done my German homework for the week because I was thinking about this shit. When we're done here, I've got to go do like three did, hours of German. Did you give a piece of paper to your wife and go, who would you pick for Grinch? No. <laughs> I, 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 he didn't yes, want to know the answer. To that. Actually, yes, I did. Could you, could, she, Hold on. Uh, Let me look. Okay. Um, he was like, Grinch Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Michael C. Hall. Uh, okay. From uh, um, just because he's a redhead. I don't know, uh, but that's the murder one, the the yeah, the, uh, the Dexter. Thank you, Dexter. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah, she yeah. said. She said Michael C. Hall. Okay, so you're saying Andy Samberg in your movie? Yes, in my movie, but in, in his movie, movie, Michael Fassbender. Okay, I- I'm less concerned about his movie. I want to know yep. for no. your movie. Yep, Andy Samberg for Andy sure, hundred percent. Right. Yep, Dick in Mac, a box and all. Okay, Mac in the movie of your life, who plays Grinch in that so movie? So I didn't look at it from a standpoint of you know in my specific movie. Oh, okay. You know, I just looked at it from a you know a standpoint of you know who I think would have played him the best um 
And, and so, of course, you know, you, you mentioned Grinch is a ginger. So, you know, my, my first thought was, okay, let's go start looking down a list of redheads um, that, that are good actors. And, you know, once you got oh, past one Ron of them. Howard. Oh, <laughs> one of them. <laughs> yeah, once you got past Ron Howard, who I didn't think would be a fit, uh, there, there wasn't much to go off of. Um, so the name that came to mind for me, and I don't know why this, you know, when I, when I, and maybe it's because of the movies I've seen him in, it, it, it makes me think of Grinch, you know, good or bad, um, is Eric Bana. Okay. Um, and, and I, and again, maybe it's just because of the characters he's played along the way it makes me think of you for some reason. Um, I don't know that he would necessarily be the best fit to play you. He but, would if but, he played Eric Bana, Black Hawk Down, Eric Bana. The yeah, Delta that's operator in Black Hawk Down. Or, or I don't know why I keep survivor. doing that. I apologize. Um, this is my safety. This is my that's safety. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, yeah, that, that was the name that came to mind for me. Eric Bana. Okay. I mean, again, yeah, taking the ginger aspect out of it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Because you, you said we don't. Yeah. Have yeah. Again, for me, it wasn't necessarily it had to be a one to one with looks because let's be honest, right. in movies, they can make them look like fucking anything. Anybody, these days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was the it was kind of the dynamic, the range, the talent. Like I, that's what I was putting on the situation. Um, and I, th- that's how I approached it either way. You approach it however you want. If it's hey, it's got to be a ginger. Boom. So be it. Yeah, like I said, you're just Rupert you're really limited <laughs> from, <laughs> from Harry Potter. That's how I do it. Okay, if okay, so I guess it's to me. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go like way out in left field. Looks totally non-existent here. Uh, Morgan Freeman. I'm kidding. No, no I honestly, God, I can actually God. see that. Though, <laughs> right? No, um, the, the the wisdom aspect of it. Oh, you know? sure, yeah. Slow the fuck down. <laughs> Slow the fuck down. Easy. Uh, no, honestly, if I, in terms of one of the ones that I thought about almost immediately was Christian Bale. I don't know why. And I tried to think it wasn't necessarily body of work because if I had to pick one movie, I would probably do what I have now done three times. Michael Fassbender from 300. Again, that's a, a specific mentality, a specific approach, you know, even with Matt going Eric Bana from Black Hawk Down. And if I had to pick this person, Matthew McConaughey, it would have been Rain of Fire, Matthew McConaughey. I don't know if you've seen that movie because Christian Bale's not. also in that movie. Um, what was the dragons, right? Yes. And he's yes. bald, beard, tatted up, carries a fucking axe. I don't know why. That's See, like, I would go, I would hey, go I'm time it. to kill Matthew McConaughey for Grinch <laughs> if I was going to pick one. Uh, I thought Christian Bale for you in my movie. And again, the problem is I was thinking, how does that character or how does that actor fit with the other characters in my movie? And does it work? Because that is going to be part of it. Like, how does that dynamic? And so this is one of the questions I was going to ask when we do the who plays the other people. Did you guys think in terms of, because it sounds like Haas, you're going, here's my director. Here's my genre. All of the actors need to fit that. It needs to be an Andy Samberg. So like I well, thought, like what I did see, was to I did I did what I thought you would be outside of the movie for me. And then I thought of what you would be inside the movie. OK, because I, 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 I tended to try to think like, what's a movie with an ensemble cast that works with the way I think my movie would work? And so, like, if I would go, OK, I'm going to do Ron Burgundy, the anchorman and like who's in that. That's that was part of what I did. And I'm like, does that work? I don't know. 
So I'm not sure. It's a tough one here when you think about it. And it's like, okay, I could see you as a Christian Bale character. And maybe that's Christian Bale for you in your movie, but maybe that doesn't work. I don't know. Yeah. See, but, for me, I looked at it from a standpoint of that. That's Francis Ford Coppola's problem. Right? I'm picking yours. the actors that, that I think make it work, you know, Francis. Play the best, and yes. he's got to make it work, right? Yeah. Well, Joaquin Phoenix from The Joker. That, that's, yeah. I want that character in my, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I could see you as like a, uh, again, but I could see you as a Clint Eastwood, Heartbreak Ridge. But does that work? I don't know. <laughs> He's like, I don't know, but I like where your head's at. <laughs> you more I'm like all, Bill Paxton. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see that too. That's right. 17 days? We're not going to last 17, 17 hours. <laughs> Why don't you put her in charge? Um, yeah, this was a tough one for me uh, in terms of trying to think how the dynamic would work within the movie. Well, the but problem, Mac, you're right. It's not I mean, my problem, problem is- to figure out. Grinch is one of a kind, right? So, I mean, finding somebody that could, you know, play him, you know, is tough. How much do you pay him? I disagree. Him, Michael Fassbender, man, he's got the range. I'm telling you. Man. All right, that's enough time on me. Let's okay, move okay, on. Okay, okay, let's sexy move on. Mother, he's a sexy motherfucker. He's got long hair and short hair, tats, that's no right. tats. All right, let's move on to Haas. Haas, we know Haas picked. He gets to sit back, be quiet, not say a word. We know he picked Seth Rogen for himself. Whether you agree or disagree, I guess we're about to find out. All right, Grinch. You had to sit quietly, so we're going to start with you. Obviously, who did you pick to play Haas in the movie about your life? Well, it's funny. It, it's like I need the two to merge because one, the two individually, I don't think are a great answer. But I thought of John Candy. <laughs> um, okay. And when I think of John Candy, just, you know, like he's gregarious, he's funny, you know, big heart, like all that kind of stuff in the movies. So that that's what came to mind. But then... I feel like there's an element and this may not be a guy that everybody knows of uh, David Morse. He plays yes. in the he green in the mile. Rock. He was in the green. Yeah. Mile. yeah. Yep. So he's a like great some, secondary character in every movie he plays, it, it, but it's like a mashup of those wow. two. You know, yeah. there's dialing it in when he's like the, like in the negotiator, you know, like yeah. we're going in, you know, but then there's I always the, think of him sense from, of humor. from the rock, his character. Yes. in the rock. And again, yeah. Mac, I Michael know you Bay, said, wow, when I said secondary, he is a secondary character in Grinch's movie, though. By default, he's a co-star. That's fair. <laughs> you got to think, you, you want somebody, do you want to really bring somebody in like that's going to overshadow you? There was a key you? grip that I saw that worked that's on. Right. <laughs> All right, there's my answer. That's to quote Scrub, Zach Braff. Oh my God, I'm a sidekick in my own fantasy. You don't want to end up in that situation, Mac. So I'm just saying. Uh, all right, so I could see that John Candy, David Moore, slam them together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, Mac, what about you, brother? Who plays Haas in the movie about your so, life? I'm going to stick with my original person that I picked for Haas. Um, and I think th- this person fits the bill from a look standpoint and from you know a, a comedy aspect and an and, and actor aspect, and that would be Seth Rogen. That's exactly who I picked it. I'm not, I'm not changing that up now at the last minute or anything. That, that is who I had picked to play Hoss in my movie. I don't believe you. I don't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I just think, like I said, from, from a look standpoint, I think, you know, they're, they're fairly similar. Um, and I think just from a comedic aspect, you know, they, they have a lot of the same, same timing and uh, mannerisms. 
So that, that's who I went with for, for Haas. Seth Rogen. Okay. Again, maybe doesn't necessarily fit into, you know, the overall script of my life as far as like a drama, but. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, hmm. But again, if that's but not, you look, I mean, he, you know, if you, I don't know if you've seen Pam and Tommy on Hulu. I mean, he played a little more of a dramatic role in that. The dude's um, got range. Yeah. So he's got some, he's got some range. It's not just all it's comedy not all, with James yeah, It's Franco. not all jokes and laughs. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's okay. got, you know. He can occasionally step away from the marijuana and get serious. There you go. I don't know why you'd want to. I mean, yeah, we wouldn't want him to in our movie, obviously, no. but, you know, he can. Uh, it's interesting because I guess we'll move to me. I didn't, maybe I didn't realize this, Haas, or I was not aware of it until you said it on this episode. I didn't realize, like, when you don't feel good, like one of your favorite movies is Gladiator, because I actually picked Russell Crowe to play you in my movie. Um, again, I think he's got some good range in terms of comedy, like uh, the nice guys um, in that, you know, so he can do a lot. He's done a lot. And so for me, I would have said Russell Crowe to play you because I think you there's gotta sell e- me on that one a little bit more. I, I don't know that I'm seeing <laughs> well, I, that one. I, I, I don't need your approval. Okay? Yeah, you do. You're not. And you know, and you know, you do. That's the worst part about it. I, be careful. Be, up all night be careful. We haven't gotten to you yet. It. And since we haven't gotten to you, I'd be real fucking careful. Why so, start now? I would have said I would say Russell Crowe. Uh, uh, enough range in terms of action, drama, comedy. I mean, I think he's done a done. Enough. I mean, and look, I mean, he looks equally as good frumpy as he does skinny. I, I, so there you I, go. I feel that. Yeah. All right, all right. All right. I mean, that's. I guess. Thanks, me. Mac. I got his 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 approval. Ramos approved it. It's Ramos approved. Yeah. Ramos Ramos jizz approved. Jizz approved. Text me tonight when you're still up at two o'clock in the morning worried about this. <laughs> Damn it. Look, I John C. Riley, shut your fucking mouth. I don't mouth. understand why Mac didn't approve this. That's right. Uh, all right. So there we go. We have the the three of us have now picked for Haas. Let's move on to Mac. And it's Thor's turn. It's my turn. I'll go first. I'm skipping. Okay. So we'll we'll go to me and then we'll finish up with you. I'm just picking on you. All right. Then we'll go to Mac. All right. Grinch, we are rolling to Mac. He is going to say nothing for the next few minutes. Who did you pick to play Mac? Uh, the one that immediately came to mind was Tom Arnold. Specifically, his character in True Lies. That's ex- like it, it just it popped right in my head. Um, and then I, I also thought of Danny McBride. <laughs> okay. All right. I can <laughs> see Danny McBride. Like Eastbound and Down, Danny McBride? <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Working on my base tan. I'm thinking of him on like Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah. La Flama Blanca. Yeah. We're fucking going. <laughs> yeah. Right. I could see either one cream. of those. I could absolutely Mother see. Mother Nature cream in her pants. Right. You know, the, the, the role that Tom Arnold played in True Lies, where he's like trying to keep the absolute insanity from happening. And he's like, wait, right. wait, wait, you know, maybe we should talk about this. You know, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I have actually never seen that movie, so I'm going to have to go watch that. Oh, movie. man. Really? It's, it. a, it's actually a solid film. It, it yes. is. It is a good, okay. good movie. All right. So I'm there going you go. back on mute. Tom Arnold. I like it. Okay. Uh, Haas, what about you, brother? Who plays Mac in the movie of your life? In my life is Jonah Hill. <laughs> has to be has to be jonah hill has to be 100 so we've got seth rogan jonah hill and andy samberg right in max movie i actually picked danny mcbride 
There you Should go. Have growing out a mullet. That's all mm. I know about. That's what. That's Bro, what's coming out I mean, of I want to see it. <laughs> I'll pay for that. I'm gonna get me a. Uh, He's literally got to do nothing. But stand there. No, 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 flag not, on it and a big marijuana leaf. Not just the. Not just the I want you to get the curls. I want He's the getting perm, extensions. The full perm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want like a. I want like a mullet perm deal. That's right. I, right. I'm like imagining that scene where they're tied up and he's like yelling at Nick Nolte. You know, because he grabbed his two hands and they came off. I want you wearing like a hot pink mesh shirt with a unicorn on it that says "Bring It Bitches." <laughs> Well, I wear there that all the go. time already anyway. So so Danny McBride, but in your movie, it's Jonah Hill. Yep. Jonah Hill. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then we move on to me. Uh, so I'm going to go with this actor. I, en- I enjoy the things that he's done as a side character uh, in Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, World's End. And that is Nick Frost playing opposite Simon Pegg in those comedic movies. <laughs> okay. If you don't know who he is, uh, go watch Shaun of the Dead. He was uh, also in Into the Badlands, wasn't he? Uh, yes, he was in, so that, in that, that series. So good in that series, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Mac, do you know who he is? I do. I've seen those movies. Yeah. Okay. So good. I'm, good. I'm, good. Good. I'm, I'm surprised nobody got Nick Offerman though. I would have thought somebody. Might no. <laughs> He's got talent. He's got talent. He, he, no, uh, it's not uh, just that. You. I've never seen you in a beard. <laughs> never. Okay. If you grow a full beard. Maybe we'll talk. you give me an opportunity to change the casting, but until I see, yeah, no, sorry. So I'm going with, with Nick Frost specifically, like my first introduction to him, Shaun of the dead, 2004, uh, walking around with a shovel, beating shit to death. Yeah. It's the that's shovel. You. That's what it was. The shovel. That's exactly what it was. That concealed shovel. It wasn't concealed. He just open carried because there it was legal. <laughs> We must have been um, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm going with. I'm going with Nick Frost for you, brother. Right, so we got Nick Frost, picks, Jonah Hill, Danny McBride. And then I know Haas came back with the In Your Own movie. This is who you're playing, Danny McBride. So that's what I'm going. So I guess now it's it's my turn. Yep. So, all right, chew me up, spit me out, however you got to do it. So Grinch, we're going to start with you and I will be quiet. Uh, also had two for this one. Um, the first one I went with, was Ben is Ben Barnes, who, if you remember the show The Punisher, he's in that. He's also in was it blood something and, in Bones or whatever bone and, it is. Bone and Shadow. Yeah, he's in that, uh, and he's um, Shadow and Bone. He, Sorry, Shadow and Bone. Yeah, he's been in a number of things actually, yeah. uh, but I think there's a lot like just look wise that i mean i think he's a pretty tall dude from what i understand he's six one yeah i, I had to look him up because uh, i honestly didn't know the name yeah but when i see him uh, i know who he is i just didn't know the name yeah um and i'm trying to think uh there was a yeah he's in westworld as well um, okay that's why i know him yep. westworld um and then maybe from like a personality wit i was pulling from robert downey jr okay I would take that. So my mental mashup is those two of uh, for you. So what you're saying is for your characters, it's tough for you to just find one person. It is some conglomeration of people that you make yes. work. Okay. I have I have decision anxiety. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't. This is why you ride the fence. Can't fall yes. one way or the other. Yes. All right. Uh, Haas, I'm looking forward to to your two choices here. Who do you got for me? And then for me and my in your movie. 
so uh, in in my movie is Paul Rudd, hundred percent, right? So I mean, I had to I had to make a point. I mean, everyone had to have communicability, right? So yes. it's Paul Rudd. But for you in your movie, it is Joe Mangianello. I can't say it. Mangianello. Yes, thank you. Except he's like six fucking five. I don't care that he's <laughs> six five, dude. You guys could be fucking twins. Thank and you. He's, thank he's, you. Isn't he married to? Uh, yeah, Sophia Varga. Vergara. 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 Whatever. He's fucking funny. Like he's he's dead serious. Like, but he's got deadpan humor. Like he's sarcastic. Like I mean, he was perfect. hilarious in that one where he kept getting reset. Yep. He. I mean, it's the perfect perfect it, casting. I, I, I yep i get it so what we're saying is in magic mike you've got me who plays channing tatum uh-huh. probably grinch <laughs> matthew yep. mcconaughey obviously yep. your wife said you should be matthew mcconaughey haas then we just Am gotta I figure out jonah hill and magic mike you can be my Chris Farley Farley from the chip and I don't want to yeah. say this. Hey, look, my wife, my wife boy, said, "Boy had some moves, so don't hate on him." Okay. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying, Hoss? I have nothing. Let's okay. just, uh, just go. Look, I'll take Mangianello. I'll take that. Uh, all right, Mac. Who plays me in your movie? This is your chance. Go ahead. This is my chance. Off the top rope. All right, coming with the people's elbow here. Uh, so for me, and this actor in a very specific role uh, is kind of who I picked him for. Okay, so this was um, not a body of work choice. This was not a body of work choice for me as much as it was for a specific role. Um, and I think, you know, look-wise, you guys fit uh, almost to a T to some extent. You need to grow your beard out just a little bit more. Um. I went with Ryan Hurst, specifically from Sons of Anarchy. Who gets beat uh, to death with a pipe Opie. in prison? Because <laughs> that's what I want to do Wait a minute. now. After this, uh, after this I, think, I think what I'm trying to say is, <laughs> you're gonna die, clown. Yeah. He, uh, you know, he was he was kind of that that loyal guy, right? You know, to almost to, to a, a fault, fault when he should have walked in, in away show, right? after 34 years. I agree. <laughs> you know, and, and, and I think you're, you, you fall into that, right? I mean, you're, you're loyal. Um, you know, I, I think any one of us showed up at your doorstep and said, we needed a place to crash. You know, your door would be open. As long as it was just yeah. us, it couldn't be with wife and kids. No, right, or right. grandkids. Get, so we'd grandkids. have to get a hotel. Right. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. So, yeah. So that's what that. I went with for, uh, for playing you in, in the movie of my life, Ryan Hurst. Again, okay from that. that specific, All right. you know, that piece of work. Where, so I, got, I, I, I got it. I got Cause it. I don't think you fit him in. Uh, what was it? Remember the Titans. Yeah. Played Gary who Burton, gets crippled and Burton, dies. Burton. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm noticing a theme. Right. <laughs> so yeah. But, and crack you in the head with a pipe. That's right. Sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> oh, no, no. I was just uh, some honorable mentions for you. Oh, guys yes, please. Uh, because I, I don't know if you guys asked your significant others or, or kids. No. These questions, but I wanted to know, so I asked. Um, I won't say who said what, but Don George Clooney for you was mentioned a few times. Uh, you really need I'm to sorry, invest in glasses Thor. over there. Yeah, Thor for you, George Clooney was mentioned. Uh, Grinch, uh, Ed Sharon was mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Mac Fluffy, the comedian. 
<laughs> Gabriel Iglesias. Yes, Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> um, I didn't agree with those, obviously. I guess it's better to be my... fluffy than fluffer. Yeah, so. well, that's true. But I, I thought those uh, honorable mentions were fun. Look, it, and again, may or may not agree with the choices, and that's fine. It was really our approach, and, and again, how you approached it, as with all things that we do, especially when it's our pickums, that choice was entirely up to you. You know, and it was either body of work, look, personality, approach. Are they a method actor? Are they not? Um, I think Jared Leto should just play all of us in a movie and just be done. Um, well, Jared Leto actually was mentioned as you. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody's getting a used condom. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was it me? I'll just say that. <laughs> Jesus. So let's go ahead and wrap this up because obviously we have run long. This is going to be interesting to edit. Uh, gentlemen, as always, I appreciate it. You know, we wanted to do a fun one. We, we have been kind of tied to these kind of heavy topics and it was time to do a, a lighthearted one, an easy one. And this was a good one. Uh, and you know what? Next week, maybe we'll be back with assisted suicide as Mac kind of teased out at the beginning. Who knows what we'll do, but listen, week in and week out, just to find out, come in, have a drink with us, join us, check out our website at aspiriteddebate.com. Check out all the drinks that we have here. You can drop us a line episode uh all of our episodes there you can drop us a line let us know a topic you'd like us to debate or a drink you'd like us to try hit us up at the four horsemen at a debate.com same thing there drop us a line topic you'd like us to debate drink you'd like us to try or just ask us a question we definitely don't have a problem answering questions if there's something you're interested to know uh we would love to shed some light on that topic for you as always gentlemen love having you here love you guys uh enjoy doing this weekend and week out we will do this again next week so thank you very much views, information, or opinions expressed during the A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are solely those of the hosts or guests involved and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the host or guest may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. While guests are invited to listen, listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from the podcast or its guests. The content within the parameters of A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are for entertainment and educational purposes only. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.